When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio, with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms, and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC, your daily reminder that the Reds are top of the league and... Carabao Cup winners 2024, as well as still in the EFL, the Europa League, still in the FA Cup. It's all coming up swimmingly for the Reds. 1-0 yesterday over Chelsea in the EFL Cup final. Captain Virgil van Dijk with the only goal of the game. Though we all know the real score was 2-0. The extra time was only played to fill some space in the TV schedule. And that Virgil scored twice. Um, What a day. What a performance. What an incredible team, what a club, what a fan base. Liverpool fans yesterday, just an outstanding voice inside the stadium as opposed to the others who sat there in silence, sang a song about Liverpool player, a Liverpool player who hasn't played for the club in nine years, uh, booed and just were generally a dreadful collection of individuals. A dreadful collection of individuals, much like their team, <laughs> led by Captain Ben Chilwell, whose notable involvements yesterday were picking a fight with Connor Bradley and then mouthing off at Bobby Clark. What a tough guy Ben Chilwell is. Definitely goes home and pushes his cat over. Definitely. The Reds were brilliant. They were absolutely brilliant to a man. Queeving Callagher made two incredible saves, was great on crosses, his kicking was good, he was assured, he was confident, he held everything. Outstanding performance. Connor Bradley started at right back, moved to right side of the attack, played really well, ran his legs into the ground and was brought off. Ibu was monstrous. Virgil was imperious. Robertson was a live wire up and down the left. McAllister is the smartest footballer on the planet. Endo is a war machine. Gravenberg started really well and then got injured and is now likely to be out for some time. Harvey Elliott was tireless, absolutely ran his legs off, tried to make things happen. Same with Luis Diaz on the other side. Those two carried a threat all game long. And Cody Gakbo, to his credit, occupied those centre-backs, made life tough for them, 
hit the post and gave us what he had to offer. Joey Gomez came off the bench when Gravenberg got hurt. Difficult game to come into. Pocketed Raheem Sterling. Couple of loose passes that might have caused us some problems. But overall, another solid performance. <coughs> Hostas came on and did like he'd never been away. He's only played once since that Arsenal game. Before Christmas, he was outstanding when he came on. Bobby Clark, a really, really good performance from Bobby Clark yesterday. Fearless, looking to make things happen in possession, snapping into challenges, standing up to morons in blue. Fantastic. James McConnell, exactly the same. You have to love seeing young players come on. Look about, see a couple of hundred million pound midfielders and go, all right, Jesh, I'm just going to play my game and you can do whatever it is you're doing. <clears throat> Seeing James McConnell send Enzo Fernandez back to Argentina was a wonderful thing. Jaden Dans, what a talent and almost scored. Might even have had two yesterday if things had broken his way a little bit. But he looks a player. He really does look a player. And Gerald Kwanzaa, who I'm convinced banged his head in the summer and Jürgen told him he was actually 28 and had like 300 games under his belt because the kid is unbelievably composed. Unbelievably composed. 17 lads played for us yesterday. All 17 of them were tremendous. All 17 of them deserve enormous credit for that performance. Going up against a team that cost well over twice the amount I don't want to hear a single word that Chelsea had a younger starting 11 and a younger ending 11. We were bringing on lads that were playing under 21 games in the last couple of weeks. We had two lads on our bench who still qualified to play for the under 18s. Two lads on our bench, one of whom came on and played 40 odd minutes, including stoppages that had school today. We had seven starters out. Seven. If you're looking at that Chelsea team, the only starter who was absent is Reese James. DeSassi is their best right side centre back. You could make a case for Fafana, maybe, and maybe that's two starters out. But Colwell is their best left side centre back. Chilwell is their vice captain and starting left back. Caicedo and Enzo are their starting midfielders. Gallagher's been their best midfielder this year. He's absolutely a starter. Cole Palmer's a starter. Raheem Sterling is a starter. I would say Christopher Nkunku should be starting ahead of Jackson, but I understood why he started Jackson yesterday. But Nkunku was in the squad and did play. They were missing one. You can make an argument for two starters. We were missing seven Seven of our starters not in the match day squad. That is outrageous. Queeving Kelleher, Academy graduate. Connor Bradley, Academy graduate. Harvey Elliott played in our academy. Didn't stay long enough to graduate, but he played in our academy. Bobby Clark, Academy graduate. James McConnell, Academy graduate. Jaden Dan's Academy, still ongoing, but graduate. Gerald Kwanzaa, Academy graduate. And two of the three lads that didn't get on, 
Lewis Kumas, academy graduate. Frainiani, academy graduate. I don't want to hear that Chelsea had a younger team than us. They had three lads on the bench that are teenagers. None of them played. None of them played. Bobby Clark, James McConnell and Jaden Dans are teenagers and they all played for us yesterday. And they didn't just come on and fill in. They came on and were tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. The two boys in midfield got properly stuck in and Jaden Dans put it up to their centre-backs and made them work. That doesn't happen with any other club. It just doesn't happen with any other club. If you were to take from the City team, Ederson, Kyle Walker, Martin Odegaard, Declan Rice, Saka, Jesus, and Martinelli. Plus, plus, a backup centre-back, the third centre-back, so for Arsenal, let's say Jurian Timber, the most talented midfielder at the club, so let's say Thomas Partey, and their best young midfielder. I don't know who that would be with them. But if you took all of them out of their squad, did I mix up the City team and the Arsenal team? I did. For Arsenal, sorry, it's David Rea and Ben White, not Ederson and Kyle Walker. I'll come back to City. That's what Arsenal, that's the equivalent of what Arsenal were missing. Or what, that's the Arsenal equivalent of what we were missing yesterday. They wouldn't be winning a game of football against anybody. With City, it's Ederson, it's Walker, it's KDB, it's Bernardo Silva, it's Foden, Haaland, Alvarez. Let's say it's Akanji, Kovacic, and Rico Lewis. Take all of them out. They're not winning that game. They're just not. Take those players out of those teams. Not for a game, but back-to-back games. Because we didn't have those lads in midweek either. And they're not winning both games. Yesterday was a real snapshot of what truly is Jurgen Klopp's legacy at Liverpool. The here and now, with the mindset, the belief, the team spirit, the connections, and the future. The future of this club. Bradley, Kanate, Alexis, Endo, or not Endo, because he's 31. Um, Harvey, the lads that came off the bench, they're all such young players. Plus Trent, plus Dom, plus Curtis. It's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous what Jürgen is is going to leave for the next guy. And this is the difference between him and the other great managers from the Premier League era. 
Now, Ferguson is the, is the best manager in the history of the Premier League. 13 league titles, you just, you're not going to argue with that. He left behind a dumpster fire, an absolute dumpster fire. Won a league title, walked out the door, the entire squad needed to be torn down and rebuilt. And 11 years later, they're still trying. Pep. What Pep will leave behind is a club facing probably extinction. Certainly multiple relegations. If they get thrown out of the the Premier League and the Football League don't take them in, which they don't have to, nor should they, because to take them in means somebody else would have to to drop out. They go to non-league football and start start over again from there. Guardiola's not staying for that. He just he just isn't. He's just not staying for that. He's not even staying if they drop into League Two, which is more likely, I think, than been booted out of the entire football league. I think each league will just move one team up. But this is the reality of what they are facing. Whether people people keep saying, oh, nothing will happen. Something is going to happen. Something is going to happen. And it's going to be very, very severe. And it most likely includes titles been vacated and relegation. Guardiola, that's what he's leaving behind. That will be his legacy at City. Cheating. Now, it started before him, but he lent all the way into it. Wenger left behind a dumpster fire, a club running on fumes, a club needing an entire rebuild. And they're still not there. Now, they're in a better situation than than United, but still haven't won anything of, of real importance. And Jose would be the other one. And everywhere he leaves, scorched earth. Chelsea, the first time, were able to bounce back. But that was a different era. Chelsea, the second time, he left a mess. United, he left a bit of a mess. Spurs, he left a bit of a mess. None of those managers have left clubs in a situation where there is a realistic possibility that the next five years are even more successful than the previous five years. None of them. But Jürgen will. That is what Jürgen is leaving behind. I love that Virgil made Jürgen lift the trophy with him. I love it. That's real leadership. That performance by Virgil yesterday was otherworldly. Absolutely otherworldly. Flawless defensively. Kelleher was brilliant. Kanate was brilliant. Virgil was incredible. Endo was brilliant. That defensive diamond is sensational. I can't remember who I saw post this on Twitter, and I do apologize. 
but 17 games where Endo has started 15 wins, two draws, no defeats, plus 36 goal difference in 17 games. This is what having a defensive midfielder does for you. Even when they're not an elite level defensive midfielder, when they're just a, a very good one, a very determined one, one who knows the role and knows the job, knows what's required, puts the effort in. Amazing. 16 million we paid for that fellow. And the fellow next to him gets through a Trojan amount of work as well. And with Alexis and Endo in the team, and Virgil and Ibu in the team, as long as we've got that base, we're going to be really hard to beat. Really, really hard to beat. Now, fingers crossed, Dominic is pretty much back. Darwin, pretty much back. The two boys looked perfectly fine yesterday as they hurdled things. Mo is pretty much back. You're adding those three. It boosts us hugely. Come the end of March, we get Ali back. We get Trent back. We get Curtis Jones back. We're, we're looking really, really good, as long as we can stay the course. But yesterday will be a huge confidence boost to everybody, staff and players, especially those young players. Imagine you're Bobby Clark or James McConnell or Jaden Dans or Gerald Kwanzaa or Connor Bradley. And in pre-season, you're told you're going to be involved with the first team. You know, you'll play some games in the cup. You'll be on the bench, whatever. And all of a sudden, you're starting games in the league regularly in the case of Kwanzaa and Bradley. And your manager and your teammates have complete trust in you. Or in the case of the other three boys, you're going to play big roles in a cup final. Jaden Dans made his first team debut on Wednesday. <laughs> and four days later, he played a big role in winning us a cup. Jaden Dans has played in and around the 50 minutes of senior football and has more trophies to his name than Harry Kane. And he had school today. <laughs> I'm sure he got the day off. Trainiani was in the Leicester under-16s last season. Now, I know he didn't play. But he was in the Leicester under-16s last year. He moved to Liverpool in the summer. And he's been fast-tracked. He's head and shoulders above everybody in the, in the 18s. He's the standout player when he plays 21s. He's making the bench for cup finals at 16. He was eight when Jurgen Klopp joined the club. Eight. Like, it is ridiculous how bright the future of this club is. When COVID hit, Trainiani was 12. Just think of that. 
you'll feel really old. See, unfortunately, listeners, unfortunately, listeners, we're not going to make it at Liverpool. But I'll tell you one thing, this kid really is. He is something different. Great to see Lewis Kumas involved in the squad yesterday as well. It's great to see lads like Jaden Dan's son and Neil Dan's. Neil Dan's, by the way, Jaden's father, was 13 the last time Everton won a trophy. Andy Wales drew my attention to that yesterday. That is my favourite stat of the day. Um, Neil Dance had a good career. Bobby Clark is the son of Lee Clark. Lee Clark had a very good career. And Lewis Kumar, Jason, Lewis Kumas is the son of Jason Kumas. And Jason had a good career. And if these kids go on, to have the same type of careers as their fathers, well, we're going to benefit from that. We also have in our academy a Carol Figueroa, who is the son of Maynard Figueroa, who probably best known from his time at Wigan, played for Hull as well. And I always liked him. 181 caps for Honduras. Like, he only stopped playing two years ago. Neil Dans only stopped playing a year ago. And their kids are, one of them is playing for our first team and the other is getting close to an appearance for our first team and might make the bench against Southampton in the week. And they're both hugely, hugely gifted young men. What what an incredible outcome yesterday. I'm in awe. I'm in awe. I said it last night on Raw. It's the proudest I've ever been of, of any team of players. Just absolutely amazing from start to finish, every single one of them. You can check out This Is Anfield and Liverpool.com and Anfield Watch for yourselves. On AnfieldIndex.com, there is a piece about Gravenberg's injury. A piece about Bayern apparently offering Xabi Alonso a mega contract. Uh, there is a piece about Anfield heroes and Virgil's nod to Cuevin Kelleher. A piece about potential Jürgen replacements. And then Jim Boardman saying Klopp's Liverpool are just like Terminator. Uh, Podcast-wise, there's a couple from before the game that you might want to listen to. Uh, there's a Media Matters there is an AIP uh, episode 379 with uh, Trev and Cam having an old chat. There is a Pro Plus uh, with Dave Davis. And then there is Raw after the game. I think we went an hour and 47 minutes. Um, so a little bit shorter than the game itself, but... It felt short. We could have gone longer, but we were reining ourselves in. There is today a new Media Matters, uh, Dave Davis and David Lynch, having a chat about the cup final, the heroics of some of the players, off-field matters, sporting director and managerial updates. So check those out. There is a new Scouted, which should be out today or tomorrow. It is ahead of the Southampton game. And that's it, folks. That's all I have for today. The Reds are cup winners.
You can't beat it. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.